Welcome to Loft Sessions. This is a place where I give practical advice on living a simple life. On this podcast, I give an extended view of the simplicity tips I give on my Instagram page, at Lockie, and I also answer your questions. And I really hope this podcast adds value to your simplicity journey. So if you have any questions about simple living, make sure to send me a message via the caption of this episode. Welcome to the second episode of Loft Sessions. Hey, thank you so much for everyone who has engaged with this podcast, either by listening along or sending in a comment or a tip. Um, I've really appreciated it. After one episode, I'm just blown away by the amount of support that came my way. And um, yeah, just found that a few people found this uh, experience valuable. So I'm going to continue doing this podcast and I haven't got a set schedule. I'm not releasing at a certain time or a certain amount per week. I'm just going to um, continue to put content out until... Uh, well, I don't know. We'll just see what happens. But I'm, I'm going to go a couple of weeks to start with just to, to make sure that there's a plenty of content to go out and then I might settle into a bit of routine. But for now, I'm actually just loving it. Um, today, I know it's called Lost Sessions. I'm cheating a little bit, but uh, Molly's uh, inside cooking, so I'm actually outside. So you might hear a few sounds of nature, but I think that'll really add to this experience. Um, but before I get into section one of this Lost Session, I want to let you know that there is the audio question uh, opportunity for you to ask anything, to give any comments. Here's Kelpie, my dog, just coming in and saying hi. Um, but uh, there's, I would, I would love to answer your questions or actually highlight your tips or your comments. So if you want clarification of anything I've said, either on Simple Lockie via Instagram or via this podcast, um, please let me know. I'd like to elaborate. If you've got any questions, I would love to answer them. And I actually would love to engage some experts that I know. So um, from time to time, if you give a really specific question, I don't have all the answers. So I'd actually love to ring up some of my friends, some people who know a lot more than I do, and actually um, give them the segment. So ask anything to do with living a more simple life or anything that's got anything to do with the content I've released so far or anything you'd love me to talk about. Uh, I know I've got a question coming in about exercise, which doesn't necessarily relate to anything I've uh, posted so far, but it, it all it all relates to living a simple life. So head to the uh, link that's in this description. I would love to talk about that. But today I'm explaining a a uh, concept that I posted today uh, about on TikTok at Simple Locky and Instagram also at Simple Locky about decluttering. And really, this is the whole thing to do with possessions and minimalism. And um, I'll explain just a little bit about my personal journey, but then get really practical about some tips to do with decluttering your possessions. So my personal journey to minimalism began at about 2018, and I was at a real crossroads in life. I'd just lost a job at that point, and I was moving interstate. So I'd moved away from my hometown, and I had done that for two years. I'd lost my job down there. Things didn't go too well and I was getting ready to move back to Queensland where I currently am now. And I was in a really interesting place where I got to make a few decisions. Um, I got to choose what career and study direction I wanted to go in because basically life was a blank slate. And rather than complain about it, I decided to make a few changes. And minimalism was one of those. Also, at the same time, actually, I became a vegetarian and a few other minor tweaks that I made. Um, but that's when I discovered minimalism and I was going to move into state, and I didn't want to carry too much with me. But I also decided, you know what? I actually care about this. I want to own less. I want to be less cluttered. I want to own better quality things. So there was a few things going on that made me go down this route. Um, but really, it, it it made me think of the need to declutter. And I look at people in my life who have just a lot of stuff, and I was like, I don't, I don't want to end up with that. I don't want to hold on to that. I want to live a really simple life. And and part of that is to 
then have a different relationship to possessions. So part of it is then going on that first um, really exciting for some people, really daunting for others journey of just getting rid of stuff. But then the bigger part of minimalism is creating a framework and a way of looking at things that means that you don't get decluttered again. So even after being a minimalist for three years, I've had different um, points where I've, I go through another round of culling stuff and to a point where I'm pretty comfortable with what I own. But I know that in about a year or two, I'm going to go through it again. But I have developed a way in which I bring stuff in differently. So at the start, you've just accumulated stuff from however however long you've been alive for. You've got stuff from your childhood. You've got stuff that people have given you. And you're now okay going, I, I want to get rid of some stuff. But then you get to a point where you get to call the shots. And when you go to the shops, you no longer buy that stuff. Or you wait for it to come on sale. Or you go less and you buy better quality. And so one thing that I've, I just want to make a point of is that I can now walk through the shops, like any sort of mall or, um, you know, shopping center, and I'm not tempted by stuff. It's, it's really awesome. I can literally walk through and not spend a thing and not be tempted to buy anything because I have a system and process on which I buy things. Now, I don't have enough time to kind of explain that today, but what I want to do is actually point you to some resources. Now, with this loft sessions, I don't want to pretend like I've got all the answers. A lot of what I'm uh, sharing is stuff that I have learned along the way from other people who really specialize in this. And where I want to point you today is towards some guys called The Minimalists. And they are two awesome guys, um, Joshua Fields Milburn and Ryan Nicodemus. They're based in the US. And they have been on a minimalism journey for about 10 years. And so they've just been seriously blogging, making movies, documentaries um, on social media for over 10 years now. And their content is super tight. So what I want you to do, what I want to invite you to do is to explore some of their content. You can follow them on social media, look at their website, subscribe to their newsletter via email like I do. But what I want you to actually um, to do today is to look at their documentary on Netflix, if it's possible, called Less Is Now. It is a fantastic, like really tight 60-minute clip um, that just brings in so many great resources. It, it's actually phenomenal. I, I love the film. It was really great. It was concise and it was convicting and compelling. It, you, it makes you want to make a change. Now, this talks about minimalism. They also have another documentary called Minimalism, um, very appropriately named. So if you have time, check out both those. But what I want you to do is not just watch the movie on the fly whenever you've got a spare hour, is carve out the afternoon, carve out the night, cook yourself a nice meal, Consider that you might be making some changes after this time. Uh, sit down with your partner or a friend or a family member and be prepared to have a discussion after. Like set aside multiple hours and make a plan after. So I, I want you to, to actually set aside some time to watch this so that it can appropriately affect you. Because um, what I found is that as well with content and, and being a minimalist is that I don't want to just watch stuff and not let it affect me. Now this whole thing of minimalism is being intentional with what we bring into our life. And so for anything that you bring into your life, I want you to think about it. And so by that, um, not just to treat this as a movie to watch, to you know fill time or to be background noise, is to go, I'm going to be intentional with watching this film and I'm going to be willing to hear what that, uh, you know, what kind of impact it has for my life. I'll give you a bit of a spoiler. At the end of Less Is Now, there is a minimalism challenge which you can engage with on social media. And simply, it's a really awesome way to get rid of stuff, get rid of clutter. Now, some of those things you're like, well, I, I already know 10 items I'm going to get rid of. Um, but this, this process, which um, is pointed out in the documentary, um, 
it's it's fantastic. So on the first day of the month, the minimalists invite you to get rid of one thing. On the second day, they invite you to get rid of two things. On the third day, they invite you to get rid of three things, so on and so forth, until after a month, if you last the month, you've gotten rid of just over 500 items. How insane is that? Now, I'd actually love to give some tips in another date as to how to get rid of stuff, whether you sell it on Facebook Marketplace or Gumtree, whether you give it away, whether you donate it, whether you chuck it out. I'm going to do some more content on that in uh, in episodes to come, but that's where I want to point you. And uh, also, if you don't have time to necessarily watch an hour Netflix documentary or you don't have Netflix, head over to Matt Diavella's um, YouTube channel that is Matt Diavella. He provides incredible resources on minimalism. And fun fact, he is actually the producer and the filmer and editor of the Less Is Now documentary on Netflix. So these three guys, Josh, Ryan, and Matt, they work together to create this content. And Matt Diavella currently lives in Sydney, but he's from the US. He has been creating YouTube content for about three years on minimalism. And he actually first inspired me. Uh, I found his channel and he was very new, a couple hundred thousand subscribers. Now he's got like, you know, over three million. He's insane. He's just such a talented filmmaker with such practical advice. And he's he's actually funny. Like he's hilarious. He makes minimalism seem fun. And so I um I want to point you in those two directions. Less is now on Netflix or Matt Diavella's uh, YouTube channel. So um, I hope that, you know, by, by heading here, you're getting some practical tips on minimalism uh, and and decluttering, but also I want to provide with I want to provide you with the highest class resources, the world class stuff that is going to really help you um, uh, declutter. So, to recap, my personal journey towards minimalism, I guess it does involve moving into a tiny house and getting rid of ninety percent of everything I own, um, and and that's been awesome. That's been over the course of three or four years. But first, you need to kind of be convicted with the need to declutter. And not just declutter, but to change a whole mindset towards the way you view possessions. Now, the best way to do that is to look at some great, world-class, inspiring content like Less Is Now on Netflix or Matt Diavella's YouTube channel. So again, uh, I hope you really got some value out of this decluttering tip explained. I hope you can get rid of some stuff. I hope that today your mindset has dramatically changed towards the way you view possessions and in the future it will be changed and this will impact you in your marriage or your relationship to marriage it'll impact you for your family so i'm really hoping that this is a pivotal moment for you um, and that you can understand how not to just declutter but to embrace minimalism in a new way Alrighty, as I said earlier in this episode, I'm taking comments, questions, tips. I'm taking them via DMs on Instagram where this one has come from. I'm also taking them from comments of anything I'm posting on my social media, Instagram and TikTok at this stage, at Simple Lockie. And I'm also taking audio tips, comments and questions from a link that's in my description. And I would really love if that could just be filled up right now. So if you've got a question about living simply, if you've got a tip that you would like to help others with, or you've got a comment, you want me to clarify something, you want to just elaborate on something a bit more, I would absolutely love that. So if you head over to the link in my description, it's going to take you to a website called Anchor, which I use to produce this podcast, and I can add your recording straight into this episode. So if you send something in, you never know, next loft session, your clip might be in there, which I am super excited about. So please, please, please head over there. And if you're not too confident 
um, feeling like you can ask a question using the audio feature, please head to my Instagram or TikTok at SimpleLocky and ask me a question there. I'd be honored, honored to answer your question or to provide your tip. And as I said, this tip today has come from my Instagram DMs from a good friend, Liam Everson. G'day, Liam. Hope you're listening today. Hope you're enjoying this content. Um, but he, uh, Liam and I actually, just a bit of background, we are, we are great mates and we catch up um, kind of every month or so. He lives on the coast and we love catching up and talking about this kind of stuff. Uh, he's a few years younger than me, but... Um, we, we love just chatting about what it looks like to live a more simple, intentional life. I'm really proud of who Liam is and who he's becoming uh, and who, uh, how he's embracing simplicity. So he always challenges and inspires me to think about things differently. And we chat about our phones a lot. And I've, uh, I've talked about boundaries in our phones already in this podcast. And we're two episodes in. So it leads me to believe that um, having boundaries with your phone is something that we should talk about more. Now, this is an interesting thing, is that we've never lived in a more distracted society. Like, I'm not surprised that we have struggled to have boundaries with our phone because we've never had to encounter anything like this before in history. We've never been so available, accessible, distractible, um, consumed by content. Uh, The fact is it's sapping our rest. Like, we can turn the TV off and go to bed and continue on the scroll. So our phones are taking up so, so much of our space um, I would say like our actual time, like our screen time is just going through the roof, but also just our mental energy. We're always thinking about connecting and what we're going to post next, how people might perceive our posts. And since coming back on Instagram to do at Simple Locky, I had four months off, completely off social media and re-entering this world is, is difficult. It's actually distracted me. It's caught me off guard. I thought I'd graduated from being distracted, but... Um, I still have to put in my own boundaries as to how I deal with my phone. Now, Liam's tip is really simple. Three words. Turn off notifications. Liam, great tip. Thank you so much. I'm going to elaborate on that in my own way if that is possible. And the first place I'm going to start is talking about essential notifications. What is essential? Well, if someone's calling you, um, that's probably essential. Uh, I don't know what you do for work, but... If mum's trying to get onto me or my wife, uh, I want to have my, my phone on. Okay? I want to be able to be contactable. So that's, I would consider, an essential essential sorry um, notification to have on. But let's go through the list. Like I'll, I'll just quickly open up my phone right now during this recording. And I'm thinking of all the apps. Now, look, I'm a big AFL fan, but is it essential for me to have the footy scores and the AFL app being um, broadcasted by my notifications probably not. Look at my messages. Well, I can talk about that in a second, but I think about some of the different volunteer groups I'm in. Uh, I like to have boundaries with them. Same with my work emails. When I'm not at work, I don't like to have my work emails pinging in, so those don't seem essential to me. I'm looking further at my apps, um, thinking of social media. Is it essential that I'm getting up-to-date, uh, like minute-by-minute notifications based on who's liking, commenting, sharing my posts? For me, I'm actually going to say that is not important. Even though this is a business for me, and it's not my personal page, I would argue that it is not helpful to have that coming in. Um, just continuing going through my stuff. Um, you know, look, what I've realized is that any kind of app, every app has the option of notifications. So um, no app is going to start without notifications. The Olympics app, it's kind of the Olympics. Is that essential for me? So you can go through your own apps and go, actually, what's essential? What do I need to be getting minute-by-minute updates on? And I hope what you'll see is that not much is essential. And I'll tell you what I have notifications on. I will go through my, my notification center as I scroll down on my iPhone. 
I have text messages in my notification. Now, what I've done, I, and I can elaborate on this in another time, but what I've done is I've moved all my intimate contacts, my close friends, my family, and people who need to contact me or people who I enjoy contacting regularly. I have moved them to text and I've kept those notifications on. So that means that in my people who I'm chatting with regularly, like my wife, my mom, and my dad, my brother, and my sister, and literally a handful of close mates, I am texting them, which means my notifications are on for them. They can always contact me. They're people that if they needed me at two o'clock in the morning, I'm there for them at the drop of a hat. I then have people, the rest of my people on Messenger, on different messaging platforms, which I actually have turned off with notifications. These are people that I'm not needing to contact immediately. If I'm enjoying a nice movie night with my wife, I don't need to be fielding these messages that are coming in. And so that's how I've dealt with um, notifications and messaging. Um, but the first step to that was actually just turning off all the notifications that are coming in. So what I want you to do is over the next 24 to 48 hours, pay attention to the notifications coming into your phone. As you see them, ask the question to yourself, did I need to see that right now? If the answer is a no, immediately open your settings on your phone and turn it off. It is distracting you. If you want some more uh, advice in this space, go check out The Social Dilemma. I know I pointed you to Netflix a couple times this episode already, but check out The Social Dilemma. That's talking about how particularly these apps, um, it talks about social media apps, are trying to get your attention. Your attention equals profit for them. The more you spend, the more time you spend on their site, the more money that they make. So you are no longer the, the customer, you are the product. You are, you are um, making them money every time you open their app. Isn't that insane? So no wonder every time you're trying to enter in some deep work for your uni assignment or your work, that a little notification pops up from Instagram saying, hey, you might like this post or g'day, it's been a while. Why don't you just jump on? So to understand that, check out The Social Dilemma or just understand that, hey, the apps want you to spend more time. Your phone wants you to spend 12 hours a day on it. However, in this culture of trying to simplify our lives and trying to embrace minimalism, I'm saying spend less time on your phone. Don't, don't worry about it. Don't let that be the controlling factor of your life. Don't let your phone call the shots in your life. You are actually in charge. You are in control of how you spend your time, not your phone. So hopefully through this turning off your notifications, hopefully the flow on effect is that you actually spend less time on your phone more time in nature, more time with your family and friends, more time resting, more time reading, journaling, writing, whatever actually fills you up because I'm going to go out on a limb and say most of the activity on your phone is not fulfilling you. It is simply taking up your time and your mental capacity. So there you go. I went a bit long with my tip, but thank you, Liam. Thank you for your tip for turning off notifications. Hey, Liam, reach out. If you want to uh, elaborate more, I'd love to have you on the podcast and get you talking about that more. But if you've got a tip, a comment or a question, head to my social media at Simple Locky or to the description uh, and follow the link there to, to give me your audio question, which I will feature in the next podcast. Apart from that, I hope you got a lot of value out of this extra tip from Liam and uh, kind of my elaboration on that. But apart from that, thank you so much again, Liam, and thank you for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's Loft Session. Make sure to be in touch throughout the week at Simple Locky through Instagram or TikTok. If you have any questions, please send them through. Check out the link in this podcast description to send those through. Or if you have any comments, I would love to hear your tips on how to live a simple life.